Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on the State of Ukraine, in a reversal, Turkey's president says he'll support Sweden joining NATO. I'm Greg Dixon. Just a day before a summit of NATO countries, Turkey's president said he would no longer block Sweden's inclusion in the military alliance. NATO countries provide key military support to Ukraine in its fight against Russia, and the expansion of NATO is a setback for Russia. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan had been the holdout vote, and the reversal brings an end to months of speculation about what demands he would make to move forward with Sweden's nomination. For more on the dynamics at play, Mary Louise Kelly spoke to Asla Aydin Tashbash of the Brookings Institution. President Erdogan had been balking on this for months. So what's your reaction? What do you think happened? Erdogan had been dragging his his feet for almost a year, accusing uh, Sweden of uh, supporting terrorism. Of course, his definition of terrorism and what who a te- what a terrorist is tends to be very wide. Um, and accusing Sweden of, uh, you know, harboring people he, he considers terrorists, but also uh, issues like Quran burnings that took place in Sweden this summer have not made it easier. But behind the scenes, we had the Biden administration very involved in the process. There were two tracks, one, the public one between Turkey and Sweden, but the real negotiations were taking place between Ankara and Washington. And again, those negotiations had been happening for months. Do you have any sense of what may have changed? I think it crystallized in Turkish demand for uh, F-16s. Turkey had been wanting to buy F-16s from the U.S. F-16 fighter jets. Go on. And there was a congressional hold on this. Quite a big, uh, big ticket item, as in 40 new jets and 80, upgrading 80 of its existing of course, Turkey has uh, undergone U.S. sanctions after it bought Russian missile systems a few years back. So Congress and congressional leaders had reservations, and uh, they were also con- they were concerned about Erdogan's domestic record, democratic backsliding, but also regional policies, assertive uh, policies in the Aegean that uh, felt uh, that, uh, of course, concerned Greeks. It seems the administration worked out a big mega deal that involves Greece. President Biden spoke to a Greek leader uh, a few days ago uh, that involves Greece, Ankara and uh, Congress, U.S. Congress, and uh, did so behind the scenes. And until today's announcement... Everyone assumed uh, Erdogan would drag his foot and really not uh, let Sweden in. Indeed. I'll just note in the in the Department of Getting Overtaken by Events, you just published a, an op-ed in the Washington Post headlined, bargaining with Erdogan over Sweden joining NATO will be difficult. And here we are with the summit not even officially underway and, and we have this deal in place. I do want to ask about one line from that that may not have been overtaken by events. You note, and I quote, that Erdogan has the leverage to extract maximum concessions from the West. What else does he want? Big picture. So he held a press conference 
And he brought up EU accession negotiations for Turkey, for Turkey's entry into the EU. We want progress on that, he said. Open the way. EU should open the way for Turkey. In So then we can open the way for Sweden to enter NATO. Of course, open the way is a very vague expression. But he's trying to extract uh, also uh, certain concessions from the European Union. Uh, the, uh, this is, of course, happening with uh, a gun pointing to uh, NATO's head. But on the other hand, it is a good signal that Turkey wants to pivot to the West. If that is really the case, that could have all types of implications, both both in terms of geopolitics, uh, in 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 sort of driving a wedge between Erdogan and Putin. Right. So, in the in the few seconds we have left, tell me the one thing you would advise us to keep our eyes on that you'll be watching for as the NATO conference kicks off. I think Erdogan will be celebrated, uh, but we should be watching the next few weeks and months to see whether or not this could be an opening for Turkey to pivot back to the West. Okay, we will leave it there for now and we will be watching. Asla Aydin Tashbash of the Brookings Institution, thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Please come back for more on the war and its impacts around the world. This message comes from NPR sponsor Betterment. The drama of having an enemy-turned-lover is never chill, but your investing portfolio should be. Betterment is the investing app that lets you be totally chill about your finances. Their automated tech makes it easy to get in the market and stay in the market. Save the drama for that moment when you realize your mortal enemy is actually your soulmate. Betterment. Be invested. And totally chill. Learn more at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. This message comes from NPR sponsor Stearns & Foster. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted for irresistible comfort with indulgent memory foam and ultra-conforming IntelliCoils for your most comfortable sleep. Learn more at StearnsAndFoster.com. On NPR's Throughline. We cannot function for 24 hours without cobalt. Because it's in our smartphone, our tablet, our laptop. And as a consequence, the lives of the people living in that part of the Congo descended into just a catastrophe. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.